everyone doing out there tonight? You're listening to a podcasting during quarantine. I'm here, your host, Jessica Mason, with Shelly Brown. How are you? How you doing? I'm doing good. Are you hanging in there during this uh, quarantine? Yes, I'm definitely hanging in there. It's tough, but I'm hanging in there. I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear it. Trust me, I know it's, it's affecting a lot of folks differently. Yes, it is. Mm. So um, I understand you work for the Board of Ed. Yeah, I'm a parent coordinator for middle school in oh, Brooklyn. Okay. okay, okay. So for those of you who don't know, Board of Ed, that's the Board of Education, and they oversee all of the public schools in New York City. Okay, so what exactly does your position entail? Well, it entails we deal a lot with the parents um, getting information out. Um, we collaborate also with the teachers and administrators, um, just getting information out for the parents to stay on top of their kids' educational journey, um, and also to educate parents. Um, you know, we conduct workshops. Um, we do a family night for parents. Um, and also, of course, the parent association meeting, just to let them know what's going on in the school as well. We do bring workshop as far as financial literacy programs for the parents, like if they're like debt management, uh, need information about rent or immigration, uh, resource information. And that's actually very, very important. And I, I, I for one, am grateful that there's a source available to them for that. Um, let me ask you, how is the um, transition from you, you know, being, you know, being at the facility, at the school, working, so working at home and, you know, coordinating with your parents? Well, for me, it's it was new. It wasn't new to me because I did my undergrad studies on online, so it was like an easy transition for me. As far as the parents, <laughs> um, it was very difficult because a lot of the parents are not tech savvy. Mm. A lot of the parents, um, there's a language barrier, um, and also a lot of the parents um, thought that by dropping their kids to school is like where that where the parents and they didn't know anything about their child's homework assignment logging in right so they had to learn all this so now they home now they're home watching their child do their remote learning i hope they respect what you know respect us as when we go back to school what we was doing because it was a lot of work and now they see it and they was very frustrated in the beginning very frustrated very frustrating. Really? I have to stress that. Um, what's because the, they didn't know technology. What's, uh, what would you say is the medium age of some of these parents? I'll say the young, young generation and older, older generation. Like the grandmothers, the mm-hmm. aunties. Okay. okay. But they're more older. And then the young was the young generation that just, you know, have, I guess, the kids young and just figure it's cute. And then that's it. And they just forgot about you know, there's more to it, more to just having a baby being cute. It's education. And a lot of these, yeah, and a lot of the young parents are not educated themselves as well. And immigrants. So that plays a part in it. Okay, no, though, that part I understood. And when when you speak about the, um, you know, the secondaries, like the aunties and the grandmothers, Mm -hmm, like that might be a little bit older. I can see where maybe that could be not an easy transition, especially technology Correct. for them, but for some of these parents who might be in their late 20s, I guess you might say, for some of the younger ones? Yep, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, almost like there's no excuse. Guys, you you were born into some of this technology. Right, but they also, they're too busy wrapped up in their own selves, oh. in their own technology, in their own cell phone. They're, they're, the whole world is on their cell phone. So And that's it's fine. Like, you could do, there's right. nothing that your child is doing on that computer that you can't do on your cell phone. 
that's totally fine. But I, I you know, I notice they just push, push the child away and just say, "Hey, just look at the phone. You do it." You know, something like that. I'd also notice in parent-teacher conference that it's um, growing up. It was our parents at the parent-teacher conference. It's it's the kids and the parent, but the kid is leading the parent. Right? You understand? That, what is that saying? where the language barrier is coming from now? Also, some of it, but no. That's one part of it, and then the other part is just like. I think in middle school, they just think that the kids are high schooler and they can just manage their own thing. That's what I, that's what I observed. The scary part is that, um, especially in middle school, is like they, they gave the middle school students the responsibility to take care of everything because, you know, majority of the parents, like I said, are younger and older generation and single moms, such as myself. So we're, our concern is just, um, providing a roof over our child's head and, you know, and the frustration of going to work and traveling and who's going to pick up your child and who's going to be home with your child and what time the after-school program finished and your child got to come home by themselves is frustrating. We don't have that. It's guilty. We're guilty of it that we don't have that time to uh, watch what our child is doing as far as schoolwork. So I can understand you slipping. I can understand the parents slipping. I get it because I was once there, so I get it. But this remote learning has taught a lot of parents about their child. Hmm. Okay. Yes. So, so you would say that this transition was you like you mentioned earlier it had more of an effect on the parents. So, moving forward, what do you think? What would you anticipate moving forward? Like maybe mm-hmm. more involvement, maybe. Well, let me tell you. At my point, I. I've conducted many workshops for parents to learn about technology okay. and half of them didn't show up. Mm. We have 673 students, right? So how I get 10 or 20 parents come to the workshop. And these are things that we was preparing, which, you know, cause I'm always on social media and sometimes I try not to watch the news, but I'm trying to uh, uh, be ahead of the game to say, Hey parents, um, this is new. I think you need to come out and learn this and they you know i know a lot of them had to work so they would ignore it now we're in remote learning they're like oh miss brown remember the workshop i was like yeah they didn't she didn't show up and now you want to call and you're frustrated when are you going to send the kids back to school and i can't take this no this is something they've been doing in school so the transition right now now let me just say it's it's hard for the students emotionally because they're used to being with their friends in school and they can't socialize so i get that part but as far as the parents um now you're held accountable now you're held accountable now we're watching you mm. as a parent what's your next step right but i think i i just had a meeting with parents on tuesday i, I did a google training for them and um some of them are they're enjoying the whole remote learning for their child mm-hmm. and some of them is like oh, they need to open up to school quick um for me as a parent i like the remote learning if they can go to school three times or twice a week i'll be fine with it okay okay so what what do you anticipate for the fall like in your professional opinion how do you think the board of ed should move forward um with the school year beginning come september that's a good question. I think that um, we don't want to discriminate, but I think the, the, the students that are pushing to 
finish or complete their next grade or I think that they should physically be in the building and for those who are having difficulty should be home with the remote learning that's my opinion okay okay well, but I don't know how they're going to move forward that's a good question because I'm still waiting I'm not exactly sure who has more of a say so also because Cuomo right. put uh CUNY at adult at uh distance learning before the Board of Ed was put at a um, distance learning. So I don't necessarily know how that, and then we were told, whereas when you guys started uh, distance learning in the beginning, you guys were only supposed to be out to April 20th, correct? Correct. We were told when we were going to distance learning that it was going to be for the duration of the semester. So we knew ahead of time that our schools were not going, that we were not going back into the classroom. We knew that in March. So now, move, like we said, moving forward, it's like, okay, have you guys decided how you want to operate for the fall? So no decisions have been made as of right now. There's a lot of legalities in, involved on both ends, I think. So how they might proceed with us may not be necessarily how they proceed for you guys. Or even, wait, now, do you guys, you go from K to eighth grade? Six to eight. Oh, six to eight, okay. In our school. So basically what you were proposing earlier is that eighth graders who are trying to go to high school, they have to come to school. And anybody who might have had um, any difficulties in certain areas should be home. I, from, In my opinion, but okay. and okay. and then I feel that they shouldn't go back to school until all this is cleared up. Until they are hundred percent sure that this. Oh no, absolutely. There's no sense in putting children's lives at risk. At exactly. All. My main concern was because um, I know a lot of students within the board of ed are like, okay. So what's going to happen to the school year? Like, are they going to lose this? Are they going to be held back? for something that was not their fault, for something that they can't be held Ah, good for. question. And that's a lot of parents, um, that's their question. And that's their concern. But here's the thing, right? And you're right, maybe they shouldn't get left back. But that means you don't stop learning. Absolutely. Because well, I was under the impression that when they were going back, if in the event that everything had cleared up and they were going back into the classroom on April 20th, right. that they were losing July because you already lost a month. So I felt right. that, okay, you would get no summer. Because even when he pushed it back again, I said, that's it. They're not going to get a summer. They're going to make them go to school through all through the summer and then right back into September. But we didn't have a spring break. Right. So I didn't know. I Because I legally... Something got is, to give. What's the... uh What is it? Uh, legally, it's supposed to be in school. What, about 190 days? Something like that? Yeah. So they I, could change it. They changed a lot of things in the calendar that I realized. Was it this year or last year? And I was like, hmm, that's strange. It used to be on this day. Now it's on this day. So they can change it. And that was even before COVID-19? Yep. Okay. They, we're doing changes now with remote learning, right? When they used to tell us that, oh, you can't work from home. I want to know what they're going to do now. Oh, that's going to be, I feel like that, not just with the Board of Ed and not just with schools, but across the board, organizations and companies are going to have to deal with that a lot. Folks who wanted to work from of home, course. there's no excuses. Because I'm a single mother. Why can't I work from home? It's more safer for me. It's convenient for me. Right? Absolutely. I work it from home and then I know my child is coming straight home. And then I don't have to guys, wait for the train or the bus. And it, I was saying, it gives you guys more time together where you can be more involved because there's no traveling time. Exactly. I just hope when, when all this is over that the parents don't just drop their kids off and say, see ya. I hope they, you know, say, you know what, Ms. Brown, we need to get, I need to be more involved. I, I've, I've been quarantined with my child and I see my child don't even know what's two plus two. So mm. we need to find out how, oh, so all this time I've been telling you, you didn't want to listen to me. So now you want to get involved. Okay, that's good. That's good. I'm well, glad. Sometimes, sometimes that's what it takes. Sadly as it is, sometimes you need to see 
oh, yeah. this is what it is before you get involved. And like you said, sometimes right. it's like it's, it's a lot difficult these days. Like I too grew mm-hmm. up in a in a single um a, a single um parent home, and my mother worked mm-hmm. a lot. She did, and more even so to to supplement for money, she worked at night. Of course, so exactly. Um, she when we were in school, she's sleeping. Exactly. And then when we get home, we're sleeping. But I will say this: if there was a problem, the teacher calls, she'd be there. She'd be right. there to find out like what the problem is. Okay, if you need tutoring, you need what? Like, what's it gonna take to get you to this point? Um, sometimes she would sit down with us. Um, and it was crazy because she was a math person. Like she when in her day, she was really good at science and math. Uh-huh. But when we sat down to do our math, even so she was like, What is this? And that was my <laughs> math. So I wouldn't even attempt to show her the math today. <laughs> And then sometimes so. she was even like teaching us the things that they were teaching that I didn't know. Like one time I was in high school and she said, Stanley Stevens is coming to fill out, coming to uh, clean the carpet. I don't know how much it's going to be. So I left the check on the thing and it was an empty check. So I was like, well, wait, how do I fill this out? And she's like, you fill it out. How? And she's like, what do you mean how? You don't know how to fill out a check? No. That's <laughs> another thing I'm against too. Um, as now that I'm working in, in the educational industry i hope i have time but in healthcare, I trans i transition mm-hmm. and that's another thing that's opening my eyes that they're not they penmanship is gone home economics is gone in the school the some of the sports is gone like i'm kind of like looking at it like something's wrong no i agree something's wrong with this picture the penmanship i agree should come back because a lot of students like i can't understand some of the ways that they write because yes, they exactly. weren't taught how to write um, and also on the flip side, they don't know how, like I saw um, on, on Instagram, somebody posted a picture of uh, an old school letter that was written in mm-hmm. script. And they was like, look, your great, great grandmother wrote this. Mm-hmm. You could tell it had, the, it was a nice folded letter, but it was just discolored. And mm-hmm. I went to go read it. And they're like, what is, I can't read this. They never saw script before. Not only can you not write script, you can't read script. Well, that's why I decided to open up a small business before <laughs> quarantine, because I want to bring that back. So hopefully when this is all over, um, that I can, you know, find a little office, a little center and bring back these little workshops to teach these kids about financial literacy, um, penmanship. So, yes, yeah, so I just want to open up the center. My business name already registers called Leap2. And I, I just want to open it up and have and have people come in to speak about, you know, financial literacy the, and show them how to do penmanship about Black Africans, um, African-American authors, inventors. Mm-hmm. I want them, and like you said, reading literacy comprehension. I want someone to come in and teach these kids, giving them a couple of weeks to learn these stuff because they're not teaching. I've noticed that. They're not teaching these kids that in school. So that's why I wanted to start a little small business. Um, and, you know, that's why I'm sitting here this whole quarantine and trying to find grants to help me to open up place to go to. So that's what I would like to do. Oh, and I could get the community to help me build it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I don't Absolutely. need to Even let hire nobody. Let the kids get involved. That's what I'm saying. That's what I want. I want the kids. I want them to use their brains and their, their hands because we got some talented kids, young kids. Absolutely. Oh, like, my God. They were born into this technology, which is why I'm like, once you expand that mind and see what it's capable of, I love seeing the things that I see. And that's why I did the tour at Brick with the kids because I wanted them to know how to use those systems and equipment. And you know, to see because they, they're into the technology and they selfies and TikTok. I wanted them to actually see it live listen, how listen, things are created in a studio the second this is all said and done and the second i can orchestrate this again i have no problem doing it again to have them come definitely in. thumbs up for that uh, thank you i appreciate right. it Jessica. and this time make sure i take all my vitamins so i'll be there for this <laughs> <one>. <laughs> so no listen 
I um please keep me updated with everything that you're doing. You know, sure, I, I will. Let the hand any which way I can. If you would like me to be a guest speaker to speak with some of the students, you know, I, I'll be Definitely. happy to do that as well. And uh, if you um kick uh, once you uh, kick everything started, if you have links and stuff like that, you know, share them with me. I will definitely share them with our community. Okay, definitely. All right, um, so I appreciate this interview. Thank you so much. No problem. I'm grateful that you. I'm grateful. For, listen, for you pulling out this time to do it with me. Like, we we ought to just be there for the community. We are the community. We we came from here, and and this and. You know, it's only right for us to um, to bring something back. If we left here and not do anything for our community, they just we just didn't make no. We didn't learn nothing from it, especially now with quarantine. Absolutely, absolutely. That's why I said this will change a lot of things. And when I was sharing this with a friend of mine, one thing that I hope, at or above it all, that I really, truly, truly hope will come back, specifically with the black community, because it's something that we have for a long time that literally almost died within like a three decade period um our, our sense of family family we had a strong foundation a strong foundation behind the family because we're because we're too busy working and trying to um pay bills and we and not sitting at the table eating with each other uh, making breakfast now we're doing we're, it we'll see no what's the only time we'll tell, only process, time we'll tell yeah. but we keep our fingers crossed we do our part and just hope for the best yep okay before we go can uh -huh. I just give you, can I just tell you why I said yes? Because a parent called me, says her child need a laptop. I said, okay, um, I will have to get your information. I'll do the remote learning device. She was like, no, no, no. I will come up. Now, let me say this. Hear me right. I will come up with my son to get the laptop. Come up where? I was like, come, what, say that again? She like, said, I will come, come up, up to the school tomorrow. In the morning to get the laptop. I said, Mom, do you do do you realize that all schools are closed? She was like, Yes, but I thought no. This was like a couple of weeks ago she said that, by the way. Please tell me the student got the laptop to them though. I was able to I filled out the remote learning device for them and they just have to wait for DOE to ship it. <sighs> but just my point that you said about people using Lysol, this mom, right? Yeah, was gonna come to the school in the morning to get a laptop. And that made me say, oh, so this mom don't listen to nothing we and put out. have alerts? I put out blasts. And even the certain parents have said, my blast is annoying. Well, guess what? It's going to continue to be annoying because you got that one parent that was going to actually come up to the school to get a laptop. And parents also think that I, I'm in the school working. That's so when they, you Zoom with them? No, I just talked to them on the phone. Oh, because I was going to say, where do they think you are? <laughs> yeah, they, they think they're like we'll come up to the school miss brown you in the, what time are you gonna be in the office if you're like, what we'll makes you think i'm in school so it mm -hmm. seems like moving forward there's gonna be a lot of hand holding moving forward i guess oh man it's been it's been handled before we went, even went in quarantine all right shelly this has been wonderful <laughs> thank um, you jessica uh, appreciate it moving forward but like i said yes. we're safe again to see yes, how it's gonna move forward and such and um you just take it easy be safe and be you healthy too. Right. you too thank you